Well, you've, you've done well to last this long. It's good to see you, boys and girls, adults, each one. I'm, I'm very mindful of the long weekend and the late hour, and uh, I hope you'll forgive me. I would like to tell you, boys and girls, some four or five little stories tonight, all related to the little point I want to make. So, I know sometimes adults don't they hear enough stories, but boys and girls like stories. You, you boys and girls like stories? So you listen up, okay? You listen right up, pay attention, get both ears open there, and, and I want to tell you some stories that are related to this verse I'm going to read. Can you find John chapter 19 without doing a sword drill? Go ahead, John 19. I don't have the biggest Bible in the world, but it's got the same words. I, I talked to some children this summer, and I told them that I had the biggest Bible in the world, but I'm going to have to get a bigger one now, now that I saw that one today. John chapter 19 for a verse, please. It's a verse you may know, but if you're not saved, then really you probably don't know it at all. John chapter 19, verse number 30. It says, When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, What did he say? Hope to get her done someday? No. He said, Well, those soldiers are not finished with me yet. Is that right? Well, they weren't, were they? What did he say? You know, it is finished. I like that word. Well, three words. It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost, or he, as we heard today, he took his last breath and gave up his spirit. John 19, verse 30. It is finished. 137 years ago, that's a long time, they started to build a church over in Spain. They're hoping to have it done about 2026, two more years. Now, I heard today you had to cancel the conference. A couple of years, was it? Because they were building the hall. So I don't know if it took two years to build the hall, but I know that in Kirkland Lake, we built a new gospel hall. And uh, we weren't working all the time. Sometimes we had to wait for a bureaucracy. Now, you kids don't know what that means, but you'll find out soon enough. But uh, we were working on it for a couple of years, and now we're in there. And it's very, very suitable. Now, I don't know about this place in Spain, whether they had to cancel the conference all these years or what. I don't know, but they're still working on this church. Now, it's called the Church of the Holy Family, and it's bigger than this hall. Now, this is one of the biggest halls I've ever seen. But this, this church they're building over there, certainly not finished. It's, you can put 9,000 people in it. If you'd want to go. And I suppose lots of people want to go. Lots of people want to go and see them work on the church. There's a million people going by all the time. I don't know how many million people go by every year and maybe even go in. And at the door, you have to pay something. Because, you know, they want to they finish the project. Right now, there are a few million dollars in the hole, but if they get enough tourists going by, then they'll get her all finished pretty soon. Well, not very soon. Not till about 2026. Now, I'm going to tell you something I like about that church. Well, I'll tell you something I don't like. But first of all, what I do like about that church is that they are building this place because they realize that people need... Forgiveness. 
That's a good thing. That's a good thing to realize that we need forgiveness. That's one good thing, almost the only good thing I can say about this church. We all need forgiveness. For things that we have said, things that we have done, things that we have thought, Well, I think you know how to spell that word, don't you? Sin. You know, things that you uh, do when nobody's looking. Go and clean up your bedroom. (laughs) Go in there and shut the door. Nobody's in the bedroom like but you and you. Mom's on the other side of the door and you. Hmm. And you're just as happy the door shut. She didn't see you. My, I, sins of different kinds. I saw my cute little lovable who could do no harm little granddaughter the other day. There we were. We, I was sitting out at the front of the new hall and, and there was a little boy about your size, but he wasn't a girl, he was a boy. And he was sitting there reading a book, minding his own business, I thought, and my sweet little do- granddaughter, she, she went over there, and uh, she put her foot right on that book, so he couldn't read it, and he swatted her. And I said, Sophia, don't you do that, and, and I knew she would listen to her grandfather right away, because she loves me so much, and besides, she's so cute, and she looks like her grandmother, and she went right back, and she kicked him. <laughs> and she came over to see Grandpa, and I, and I asked her, is, is, was that a sin? Well, she put her head down, and she said, yes. Now, you've, you've done things like that. You've done other things, too. But this church, we could say one good thing about it. They do realize that people need forgiveness because we're sinners. We all need it. And I'm so glad to tell you that the Lord Jesus Christ has done something about our sin that we could never have done ourselves. In the little Bible verse that we read, that's not too difficult to to find or to read. It just says these words that it's, it is finished. I like those words for many reasons, but one reason is this, is that 50 years ago this, this year, I sat in a gospel meeting, something like this, in the gospel hall in Welland, Ontario, and Jim Smith was preaching and I wasn't listening to anything he said. And Lord McBain was about to get up and I always looked forward to the story that he was going to tell to illustrate his message. But that night I was concerned about my sin. I had tried believing. I didn't know how to believe. And I I had tried to shed a few tears to show the Lord that I was really serious about this. I needed forgiveness. And I had even tried putting my name at the back of that little Bible that I got at school, and I put down a little date there. I didn't say the sinner's prayer. I knew that wouldn't be right. So I just put my name down instead, and I thought, I'll believe extra hard today. So I did, and I 
I believe, one more time before I went to bed, just to be sure. And, and I had that date in that little Bible. Well, that was good. On the strength of that, I got baptized. I didn't have a lot of peace with God. I think you could understand why. But sitting in that gospel meeting in 1969, I, I just gave up everything. I thought, I, I'm never going to get this. And the Spirit of God brought some words into my mind that I don't know where they came from, but it turns out they're in the Bible. I remember the words of the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross in, in, a, in a much shorter time than I could ever tell you. I realize it's finished. He did something for me that I couldn't ever do for myself. I needed forgiveness, and he did something to, so that I could be forgiven. The Lord laid upon him the sin of us all. You say, well, you must have really loved Jesus. No, I can't say I did. I, I wasn't worried. I wasn't thinking about loving Jesus, loving God. I, I, I was just, I was so glad my sins were gone. Say, well, did you, under, did you understand uh, what propitiation meant? Well, I didn't, I, I didn't know anybody at the Gospel Hall there who did. Were you reading your Bible every day carefully because you really... No, no, I wasn't. And as soon as you got saved, did you sing just as I am and pray? No, I didn't. There was some song on the radio that I'd heard and it was talking about how life had... There was such a big change to life and I mostly liked the guitar part that was on that song and I sang that song and I was so happy. You sure you got saved? Well, that's the only thing I knew. It is finished. Well, if it's finished, I, I, you can't add very much to that, can you? And I had peace with God. And little things began to change in my life from then on. Well, things that you'd smile at. You know, you talk about salvation changing lives. I was 14 years old. We were going, I was going down to the library every week and getting five books. That's the, that's the max you could get. So I'd read them and take them back and get five more. But shortly after that, I began to be consumed by a desire to, to know what this Bible was all about. And I began to read. That's maybe the big change in my life. I can't tell you how I got out of jail and this and that and stopped doing that and the other thing. No, no. And if you get saved tonight, you're not going to have a very big story either. But this story is okay. I understood it's finished. I understood that I needed forgiveness. That's what this church gets right. There's something I don't like about it. They've been working on that church all all those years. They They think if they build this church more beautiful enough, And God will look at them and have mercy upon them and smile upon them and say, well, you know, I I can see how, I can see how much money you've taken from those tourists and you've spent it all on this beautiful place and, and they're hoping that somehow there'll be forgiveness because of what they have done. Can I tell you something? I've never visited that place, but if I go, I wanna, I wanna put that sign up there. 
I know you can't read it from there, but you can guess what it might say. Finished. I'd like to go to that door of that church and I'd like to tap that guy in working with the wheelbarrow on the shoulders. I'd like to tap him on the shoulder and say, man, stop. What's wrong with you? Well, don't you know it's finished? Well, they've got 18 towers on that church. 12 for the apostles. Well, they're not as big. And they've got four for Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And then they've got two tall ones. The biggest ones for Mary and for Jesus. And I'd like to get one a lot bigger than this. And I'd like to hang it right at the top. I'm not sure which one. Mary's or Jesus. It wouldn't matter. But I'd like to put it right up there and hang it up. Finished. You guys can all go home. I'd like to walk through the place. I'd like to tell them, look, you don't need to put any more gold on the walls. You don't need any more silver. There's precious blood. Have you read what Peter said? The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses from all sin. And Peter didn't say that. But he talked about precious blood. You don't need that gold, the silver. You don't need all the jewels. You don't need all the images. Have you never heard? Go home. It's over. It's finished. I might, I could take some of you along with me. It's a big place. In order to cover the whole place, we'd need an army of volunteers to go through and let them know. <coughs> well, the Pope came in 2010 and gave it an official blessing. He blessed the altar. So now they can have their little sacrifices and, oh, I would love to go there. I don't know if they'd let me. Do you think they'd let me? I don't think so. I'd like to put a little sign right on the altar. You don't, you don't need this altar anymore. Don't, didn't you ever hear about the cross? Didn't you ever hear that Jesus said it's finished? Have, have I mentioned that yet? I did, I think. It's finished. I've got I to gotta tell you about another place. No, this place I was at. I didn't go to this place yet. I was in the city of Tobolsk. It used to be the capital of Siberia or something like that, I believe, many, many years ago. And uh, I, I, I said, I want to I go visit that big church there. She said, well, don't say anything in there. You'll be in trouble. Okay, well, we're already in trouble. We've been arrested once, but we got off just fine as long as we promise not to go back to such and such a city to give them Bibles. But uh, she said, now, that priest there, he can make a lot of trouble for you. So just, so she didn't want me, she didn't want me going in there with any signs or anything like that. So we went into the place. It, it had been a beautiful church at one time. <coughs> and then when communism came in, they, they turned it into a... Um, a bar where you'd go and drink and get drunk. And then they got tired of doing that, so they turned it into a public toilet. That's what they did with that church. Turned it into a bathroom. Yeah, that's what they thought of God. Okay? That's what they thought of God. 
But when communism went away in the early 90s, they rebuilt the place. It would been, it had been, uh, well, they were still working on it when we were there. My, they were, they rang the bells, big bells ringing, and men and women dressed in black. They came forward, they came in from all the, well, they had as many doors as you have. Everywhere, the doors, and all the doors opened and people were coming in. And I saw one man, he, he walked very carefully forward, got down on his knees, kissed the floor, got back up, took another step, got down on his knees, kissed the floor, and then he went forward again and there was a little box, a little chest, like that sitting right by the, the, the wall. And I, I, I said, What's in there? She said, bones. Bones. The bones of some holy man. And he died about 50 years ago and they saved his bones. No, I didn't ask her. I never thought of it at the time, but I, as I think of it now, I wish I could have, wish I could have gone and put a little sign on that little box. Dear man! Young man, he was a young man who was there, not a child, not an old man, a young man. I, I wished I could have gone to him and said, Dear man, you don't need to come here and kiss that box full of bones. Haven't you heard Jesus rose from the dead? He paid for salvation. He finished the work. Turn off the bells. We'll sing some songs instead. It is finished. Yes, indeed. Finished every job. That, that would have been a good one to sing there. If we could have sang it in Russian. As I looked around that place, there were candles everywhere and people were going in there lighting candles. I would have liked to have had all you kids in there. I know you guys have a, a blast on your birthday, right? All seven candles or eight or whatever, nine, you, you try to get them all with one breath. You and I, we could have had fun in there blowing out candles. And we could have put a sign up everywhere the candles were. It's finished. You don't need to light those anymore. Now you say, though, some of those things that you're telling us sound kind of weird, kind of strange. I don't, well, well, let me ask you, what, what, what kind of ideas do you have? You're not saved yet. Some of you aren't, because I heard, I heard some men praying for people here tonight. I don't know who you are and where you are. That doesn't matter. The Lord knows you. But some people here tonight, you're not saved. What kind of ideas you have? You're, loud, you're thinking, well, candles <laughs> and, and, and boxes full of bones. Well, well, if you've got some better idea, why aren't you saved tonight? What do you think? What, what, what are your ideas? What are you doing? What's holding you up? Now, you don't have to tell me. You wouldn't anyway, but... If you could just tell me your little ideas of what it's holding you up, do you think I could put my little sign on it? Whatever it is that's between you and the Lord, and you're just, maybe you're trying to believe a little harder. Could I put my sign on that one? It's finished. I remember going into the bathroom. I made sure nobody was in there first. Shut the door, didn't lock it. I went up to the mirror and I took a look. And then I, and then I tried to, I tried to be as sincere as I could. I tried, tried to tell the Lord that I wanted to be saved tonight, and I tried to get some tears to come so he could see that I was serious. 
Oh, my. If I could go back then to 1966, I would have put that sign on the mirror first. It's finished. I need just to tell you one more story. I tell you a story about my neighbor. Is it okay? Yeah, thanks. Well, that little girl over there, she's really listening too. That's good. Uh, my, my neighbor was, uh, well, was, he was a man, right, but, and his wife, but he had a little girl, and, and her name was Hannah. And uh, Hannah had been to Sunday school that day. This was a few years ago. And, and in Sunday school, in their class, they had drawn... Uh, Calvary, uh, and uh, how many? Let's see, how many crosses were there? Uh, three, right? Three crosses. And the Sunday school teacher had explained how that cross in the center—that was the Lord Jesus Christ. And she had a little. They drew a little picture of the crosses, and and Hannah drew her three crosses, and there was a little space on top of the cross. Do you know what it said there? Well, that was part of the lesson. And the teacher explained uh, to the little class that day that on that little sign over the head of the Lord Jesus Christ, they wrote down the reason why he was there. The reason. He was there because of, well, that's, it told the reason on the sign. And of course, if I asked you Sunday school scholars... You know what the sign said. The sign said, the reason why he's here is because he, sa- he says he's Jesus of Nazareth, the king of the Jews. Well, Hannah forgot that part. You know, sometimes when you're small, you can't remember everything your Sunday school teacher says. And so Hannah took her little drawing and she went to fill in the little box and she couldn't remember what the teacher said. Well, oh, Hannah, don't you remember that sign? That was to say why Jesus was there. You've got to put in there why Jesus was there. Do you remember the story? Why was Jesus there? And Hannah remembered. And you know what she wrote on the sign? She wrote down Hannah. She wrote her name there. She was right. The real sign said Jesus of Nazareth. But listen, that little girl that day, and I don't know if she was five or six or something, she understood something that I wished you would understand tonight. Why was Jesus there? If I gave you that cross tonight and in your adult Sunday school class or your junior class, and we left a blank there. We said, why, why was Jesus there? What would you put there? Said, well, I, I know what really was there. Well, I wish you didn't, maybe. Wouldn't that be wonderful if tonight you, in your own heart, and while you're sitting in this meeting, could put your name there? He was there for me. And he did something for me that I could never do for myself. That day when he cried, cried, it is finished. Thank God. 
He finished it. You and I can be forgiven. May God grant you that understanding tonight.